0: top, top, top of the morning to you. This is your girl, Fabulous Frida, always your host, here to bring you the most on WDGS on your podcast station today, today, today. Oh my, 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 do I have something that should excite your spirit for me to say? And I want to say, you are important to God. Let me repeat that. You are important to God, and you are important even to me, because for God to have us to coexist in this world together, in the same time and season, that means we are all here for a reason. I don't know how many of you listening may have ever heard this song, and Of course, it's a considered quote-unquote church song. And it says, I need you and you need me. And we're all a part of God's divine family. Stand with me and agree with me. We're all a part of God's body. And I want you to be encouraged today to understand That when it comes to believing that God wants to meet your needs, even the wants and things that your heart desire, it is written in his word as a promise to you. Therefore, understand you are important to God. Now, the question is, is God important to you? Hello? I want you to really think about what I'm about to say. We have started a new year and we're in the fourth month, almost the fifth month of this year. And as we started this new year, we began to think about things that we want to do to make changes for a new you. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed it. I'm still excited about the new year and new you. Are you still practicing? Have you laid down down your resolutions? This is why I stopped making resolutions. And I begin to make reality steps, like things that I know that I'm in the ability to do. Resolutions are generally things that we have not barked on or experienced and we want to commit ourselves to these resolutions that we're not already proactive in doing but nevertheless even without us doing things to make us better, to be better God still loves us God loves us and God has demonstrated that in our lives He has demonstrated how he loves us. Because even in spite of the sin, the wrong, the, the, even the rights that we don't do right, and rightly dividing what's right, God still loves us. And the way he show his love is meeting our needs, our wants, and some of our even desires. I wanted to pop in here today and say, you know, during this life, we have gotten so picky and choosy as a people. But during the life of Jesus, and this is where we have to begin to practice and exercise having the mind of Christ. Because having the mind of Christ says, I'm friends with the tax collector, I'm friends. With the, with, with the former prostitute who was married. I'm friends with the fisherman. I'm not looking at a person's occupation. I'm friends with even those that I know who wrongfully persecute me and have said all manner of evil against me. I'm friends With everyone, the multitude, people that are strangers, I'm friends. And during this life, when Jesus connected with the diversity of people, it reminds me that Jesus loves us. And when I think about the song, yes, Jesus loves me, for the Bible tells me so. But the Bible doesn't tell me so in actuality of the word Jesus say, I love you. It tells me that he loves me because of the example of him dealing with a remedy of people who most of the time commits to persecute him. I just want to tip, jump in here and tiptoe in here a little bit and say this about love. Because as I started out, I said unto you that God, you got to get this, God knows that you are important to him. And because you are important to God, that means God loves us. God loves you, God loves me, and God loves everybody. I ask the question again, though, do you? love God. I love God. You don't love God? (laughs) You know, that's Mary Mary. Not Mary. Erica. I think that's Erica. I don't know. It's either them together or by herself. And she said, what's wrong with you? You don't love God? I've been meditating this morning because I was, I called uh, one of the mothers from uh, Georgia, where I used to fellowship to inquire about a friend. And she began to share with me some information about love. And it pushed me and prompted me to go in the other room and grab my book on how are you always in love? How are you always in love? And as I cracked the book open... And she was sharing with me what they are studying, that the most important thing about love is to love God, love your neighbor as yourself, being the greatest commandment. That's what she said to me. They're studying what is the greatest commandment. So I posed the question, okay, if we love God, we love our neighbor, and we love ourselves. how do we do that? Because love is more than an expression, it's an action. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. Love is more than an expression, it's an action. And when you really love, you begin to practice to not allow your feelings to dictate your willingness to show love. And I often say, just because you feel a thing, it doesn't make you your feelings right. Love is the most important key to carry on our key ring. But we have to learn love. And learning love is only a part of love. Because once we learn love, we must master love in order for it to be the most marvelous gift. Not only can we give, but receive. How do we master love? Once we learn love, oh, we have to pass a test. And we are often given tests to, sh- to see, for God to see. Do our heart really love? So, you know, we get these tests from God. Because God does test us. As Google search the scripture. God will test us. We will take tests that are given by God. And when I listen to people say, oh, I love you, I love everybody. But I begin to wonder... Do they love me based on their feelings? Because, see, we can practice how to feel, but we don't practice how to love. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that we will sit down and practice how to feel well when somebody treat me like this I should feel like this when somebody reward me or give me money I should feel happy when somebody don't give me what I ask for I should feel sad when somebody don't treat me the way I choose to be treated then I should not deal with them when somebody don't say something that I don't like then my feelings tell me I don't have to engage with them I don't have to talk to them I don't have to respond to them I don't have to even I can ignore them. Oh God help me today. This is how I have feelings so I ask the question do you love and are you for sure? If love is the most important thing to carry and we get caught up in the many layers and levels of love according to mankind, according to dictionaries, but are we really loving people according to the Bible? We are at a place and point where it's so imperative for us to really begin with examining ourselves. To examine ourselves and really define the meaning that our great God said is the greatest commandment, which is love. Love has been known to bring much joy, but love has also brought many of us pains. The joy for many good memories and the sadness for many sorrows. And this is why love should be examined, learned, and mastered. Love is identified on so many levels but is that really the true definition of love is that really the true definition of love i like to share with you an insert from my my book how to always love and what it says is this I practice to not allow my brokenness to dwell within my innermost parts that seeks to shatter others, but instead strengthen others in showing love, showing love to my God, myself, as I do my neighbors and even my enemies through showing love. Completely knowing and doing is the core foundation to our enrichment, For learning to master love. We will be tested. We will be tested. God's truth is for us to receive knowledge. Knowledge in the singular state is to know of. So we know of love. Knowledge plus ledge makes the singular the plural state. Which means it's information we learn after we know. And knowledge know plus ledge equals doing. What we know and learn through exercising in our actions knowledge. Do you have the knowledge to love? Do you have the knowledge to truly love? So many of us use that word. But do we have the knowledge to know? Oftentimes, we are defined when it comes to how to love by how we feel. We think that love is a feeling. We define love by how we think, how we are taught by someone who should love us or how someone told us based on their feelings and whether or not their feelings teach us love from a healthy place or a harmful and hateful experience. The love we expect from family, as children growing up first and foremost. I ask you the question, who do you love? And are you for sure? I leave you with the scripture, John 15 and 12. My command is this, to love each other as I have loved you. That's the real love thing. Now, how has God loved you? He's loved you in spite of your wrong. He's loved you in spite of the words that you said wasn't right. He loved you in spite of what you did and what you didn't do that you should have, could have, would have did. And if God says in his commandment, that we are to love each others as he loved us, then that means we have to forgive some people. We have to let some things go. We have to get in a better place. Just think, if God showed us love the way we show others, where would that leave us? Where would that leave us? I think I'm going back, and I did in 2000, I believe, on Facebook, like a little mini-series of love. And this morning, it was brought back into my spirit. Therefore, I'm going to do probably a three little mini-part on love. But today, I just wanted to leave that in your spirit. Who do you love and are you for sure? Hopefully, you can make a good answer to that question based upon biblical fundamental teaching and principles according to the scripture that I gave you in John 15 and 12. I'm going to drop that scripture in the description box and let you meditate on if you loving people the way God has loved you. Do you love and are you for sure? And until the next podcast upload, may the words continue to download, resonate in your spirit, and may you have love, joy, peace, prosperity to flow, flow, flow down into your lives. Meet all of your needs, even the things your heart desires. As you delight yourselves in God. And may you continue to prosper in all that you do in sharing love. May you prosper in love, giving love, receiving love, applying love, even when it's not reciprocated in return. Can you still love people? Can you really love your enemies? Can you really love those who don't love you? Well, there's another scripture that just came to mind. And I believe it's in the book of Matthew, but I know it was in the teaching of Jesus. And he said these words in his teaching to the multitude. If you only love those who love you, you are no different than A sinner. And a sinner, in order to convert from no longer being a sinner, it takes practicing how to love. And until the next podcast, I humbly appreciate and thank you always for tuning in to WDGS. Have a great, wonderful, and blessed day. God bless. Bye for now.